To you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, I'm Glynis Crook. Thanks for joining me on this new time slot for Being Green. Tomorrow is African Penguin Awareness Day. These wonderful flightless seabird species are only found in the waters around South Africa and Namibia. Although they usually breed on islands, they're two land-based colonies, one at Stony Point near Betty's Bay and the other at Boulders Beach here in Cape Town. And it's the Simonstown birds that have been making headlines over the past few weeks with news that at least 30 of them have died from avian flu. Also in the news was the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and the Environment's decision to declare some areas around the major penguin colonies as temporarily closed to commercial fishing for anchovies and sardines. To find out more, I'm joined now by Dr. Alistair McGuinness, Seabird Conservation Program Manager at BirdLife South Africa. Alistair, let me begin by asking you please just how endangered exactly are African penguins? At the moment, they're currently globally endangered, which means they've lost a considerable amount of their population in the last three generations. So just in South Africa, which has two-thirds of the population, the other third being in Namibia, we've lost 78% of our population since the turn of the century. So that's pretty serious. Why is this the case? Well, uh, Glynis, there's a number of factors, but the biggest driver of their population is the availability of their prey. So they're specialist foragers. Uh, They feed predominantly on anchovy and sardine, and these stocks have shown declines, especially since the first decade of 2000, and their populations are highly correlated with those stocks. But there are other threats, especially emerging threats like in Algoa Bay, with increased shipping traffic associated with ship-to-ship bunkering in recent years, which has um, played a big role in accelerating the crash of the St. Croix Island population there. So the anchovy and sardine story would explain the fishing closure around breeding colonies? Yes, that's correct. And so during the breeding season and outside of the breeding season, um, African penguins use a very constrained area around their breeding colonies, between 20 and 30 kilometers, uh, where they basically find their food, especially during the breeding season when they have to return to attend to their chicks or incubate eggs. They're very limited in how far they can go away from their islands. So we're very concerned about resource competition within those zones. That is why this island closure debate has been going on for some time now. But your NGO is one of several that, while you've welcomed this move, believe that the department has not done enough. Yes, Glenis. So the department is involved with the island closures and they have been for some time. There's a lot of controversy between the fishery sectors and the conservation sectors. We are concerned that the closures have come late in the year, so most of the breeding um, season is over now, although some of the closures will afford some of the non-breeding birds some protection. We're also concerned that some of the closure extents aren't big enough, so we want those closures to be uh, more representative of the actual foraging ranges of the birds. Briefly, what more do you think needs to be done to protect them? So certainly a management of the fisheries, especially in areas where there's likely to be um, competition for, for these forage fish resources, so around their breeding colonies, but also the stock at large. So the sardine stock at the moment is at historically low levels, and this is also reflected in um, the industry. The industry are having to import a lot of their sardine to their canneries. So a more ecosystem-based approach to management of the sardine stock to allow it to recover would definitely have a big effect. 
and then more intensive localized management of stocks where there's resource competition. Um, in addition to that, some of the emerging threats like ship-to-ship bunkering need serious addressing. One very last question, Boulders Beach. How serious is the situation? So it's not as serious as the avian influenza outbreak last year. So, so far from feedback I've had from the vets at Sandcob, um, is that there's only been 30 birds. It seems to be contained. Um, they've all put out all the precautionary measures at that colony, and it doesn't seem to have spread well, for a few weeks now. But obviously all the precautions need to be put in place to prevent that spread. Thanks there to Dr. Alistair McGuinness, Seabird Conservation Program Manager at BirdLife South Africa. And that's it for this week on Being Green. Till next time, take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. FMR.